sounds simple, but it's really, really hard. But you're in luck. The rest of this book, the six remaining lessons of this book, are about how to achieve alignment so that the full potential of your business is realized and that lasts a whole lot longer than most companies and certainly most of your competitors. Welcome to Insert Human. I'm Chris Colbert. As the former managing director of the Harvard Innovation Lab, I realized many things. And one of the things I realized is that the pace of technology-driven change is faster, far faster, than most organizations and most people's ability to change. That gap equals risk, vulnerability, and eventually long-term viability. And it's a particularly troubling gap in the three sectors that underpin modern society, banking, education, and healthcare. It's the biggest existential threat they have, and by extension, we have. Closing the gap requires transformation, and transformation requires a much better understanding of ourselves, because at the end of the day, all transformation is human transformation. That's why I created Insert Human, a weekly conversation with brilliant people about better understanding us, and in doing so, shrinking the gap and increasing the chances of a better outcome for all. Before we dive into today's episode, an offer to all the listeners who are leading some sort of transformation effort. I've learned that the key to a successful transformation, organizations big or small, begins with adopting seven critical habits. And while most of the leaders I've met have nailed some, rarely have I seen any honed to an innate, really effective level. To find out how you're doing with the seven habits, you can get my guide the seven habits of highly transformative leaders at chriscolbert.com. Welcome back to another episode of Insert Human and another chapter in my book, This Is It For Your Business. The subtitle of this chapter is Get Intimate With Everyone. No, I don't mean that kind of intimacy. I mean intimacy as in really understanding who they are, what they need, what they want, and most importantly, where their pain points are in their life or business. Intimacy begets insights, which beget innovations that actually have a chance of being adopted by the user. In the innovation space, the term design thinking has been really popular for the last few years. David Kelly, the founder of IDEA, one of the leading innovation firms in the world, defines the design thinking methodology as follows. Design thinking utilizes elements from the designer's toolkit like empathy and experimentation to arrive at innovative solutions. By using design thinking, you make decisions based on what future customers really want instead of relying only on historical data or making risky bets based on instinct instead of evidence. You make decisions based on what future customers want. Profoundly simple, right? And yet most innovation misses this point. And the reason why it does is because people hate getting intimate with other people. Customers for sure, but employees too. If you really want to know what they want, don't ask them what they want. Ask them how they feel. In my work at Harvard, I constantly found myself repeating this little adage. It's not about building the function. It's about achieving adoption of the function. The measure of successful innovation is when target users fully adopt the thing, whatever the thing is, and don't need reminding to keep using it. And to achieve that, you must really know who they are, and most importantly, how they feel. You must be intimate with them 
and you must be intimate with yourself. Which brings me to the second part of this chapter, evolve you or else. Let's take a pause here on all this stuff about evolving, transforming, innovative from the inside out and this idea of getting intimate. While I'm talking about your organization, I'm actually talking about you. Because the only way to really transform an organization, to consistently evolve it to a higher performing place, to increase the chance that it will be around in 10 years, the only way to evolve it, to transform it, is to transform you. The organization is you, period. If you do not take risk, the organization will not take risk. If you are not transparent, your employees will not be transparent. If you do not trust, how do you expect them to trust you? If you do not evolve, well, it won't end well. The classic scenario is the startup founder who does not evolve into being the operating leader. According to HBS professor Noam Wasserman's research for his book, The Founder's Dilemmas, 50% of all startup founders don't make it to the third round of financing. And I bet that number's low. If you're running a startup right now, please don't become part of that statistic. Whether you get value from the rest of this book is really dependent on what you're willing to do differently moving forward. And in order to move forward with the evolution of you, the transformation of you as a leader, you have to be willing to conduct a forensic audit of who you are today as a leader, as a manager, as a teammate, and as a human being. Lesson four will cover this in detail. The disconnect between knowledge imparted and action taken is the flaw with the value proposition of most businesses and most self-help books. The reader goes into the engagement looking for insights, but not prepared to actually do anything differently once he or she acquires those insights. Please don't be one of them. Accept that this is it. You have one chance to create an amazing, amazing company to create happy, happy employees and happy, happy customers. Don't screw it up. To evolve a line. Realizing an amazing, longer-lasting business really boils down to two basic concepts, constant transformation and comprehensive alignment. Embracing the fact that you have to keep innovating or you're screwed and recognizing that the only way to turn innovation into business advantage is by aligning everything in your organization to realize that advantage. Jim Collins, the author of Good to Great and Built to Last, once wrote this, Building a visionary company requires 1% vision and 99% alignment. Alignment makes things work really, really well. Think about the two highest performing systems in the world, planet Earth and the human anatomy. Both are remarkably aligned, interconnected systems where a remarkable array of components are all linked. Something that happens on the North Pole impacts things happening on the South Pole. It's a mutually reliant ecosystem of ecosystems. And the climate crisis is a stark reminder of that. Our bodies are no different. When we stub our toe, our brain knows it. And when our brain is depressed, our body shows it. There are no discrete elements or actions in systems like these. They are perfectly configured and quaffed, designed to produce a healthy outcome, distinct capacities, and value. Creating a better business is really about emulating such a system, aligning all the components from mission, goals, strategies, priorities, tactics, values, and actions down to day-to-day -to -day decisions to ensure that the system 
delivers a healthy outcome for all of its stakeholders. In an aligned organization, the organization's strategic plan links to each department's plan, which links to each employee's plan. Everybody, and I mean everybody, understands the goals, understands the strategies, understands the priorities, and understands how what they are working on contributes to all of the above. It sounds simple, but it's really, really hard. But you're in luck. The rest of this book, the six remaining lessons of this book, are about how to achieve alignment so that the full potential of your business is realized and that lasts a whole lot longer than most companies and certainly most of your competitors. Hopefully that is a sufficient motivation to move forward and to listen on. If it's not, consider these a solid reason to do the work of all this. If you choose to align, to evolve forever, to transform, you will make a mark on people. Your customers will actually love you. Your employees will deeply value you and you will leave both your business and the world a significantly better place. And what's wrong with that? Thanks for listening today. Wherever you are as a leader on your transformation journey, you'll find more helpful resources at chriscolbert.com. From more podcast episodes and my film talks from around the globe to my blog and books. And if you're a CEO or leader interested in getting my advice, you can reach me there too. Just head over to chriscolbert.com. Thanks for listening.